exciting kicking off the new year the new you the new everything we are relaunching inspiring episodes of we talk that is woman empowerment backed by popular demand happy to be here with you all and certainly we can learn a lot from some of this journeys this fascinating woman i've got really an incredible uh, she's very beautiful woman that i uh, will be a guest speaker today so I will introduce you to her. One of the goal, well, our goal is to inspire, collaborate, not compete with other women out there listening. Uh, so let's keep it here for the next 40, 50 minutes. Yes, grab your warm coffee latte and sit tight. I am so excited, you can tell, right? <laughs> 218 was the year of women. Indeed, women have strutted a long way. Ladies, that's very important. There are plenty of women-driven moments that we know of worth celebrating back in 2018. Olympic sports, red carpet, Oscars to Congress. Yes, Congress even. Women leaving a stalwart trace of power in closing the year last year strong. Now here's some data that I want to share with you all. More than 11.6 million firms are owned by women, employing nearly 9 million people, generating 1.7 trillion in sales. The number of women-owned firms in the United States expected to grow. That's important. With 49.6% of total world's population of women, we continue to be the guiding forces committed to shining the light on empowering female role models in an effort to inspire more women leaders. Yes, we do hear the same issues and challenges women have been facing all the time for centuries now, namely closing the gap, leadership roles, income inequality, many other social issues, just to name a few. More women are embracing new changes and social trends. Women feel more confident, comfortable, and are willing to speak up, speak out, letting their voices be heard in issues that matter most to all of us. More issues than some continue to be notoriously politicized, unfortunately. So we decide to keep going this year. This is a new year, 2019. There's much more greater awareness of women in business, we know that, across the world, globally, making their voices to be heard in many ways. Women as guiding force of principles and purpose. Enough said about that, what we can do, right? Now, I'm so super excited about this woman, Rachel Brooks. You know, uh, she's going to be out here speaking about her journey. We practice self-awareness, seeking inward of our innate power with purpose and passion. We know we can achieve great things together, right? So with that overdue, uh, so talking about confidence, I am super excited to join in with the special guest, as I said, beautiful Rachel Brooks. Before I introduce you, uh, well, before she comes out here, I don't know if you guys can see her, but... Here she is. Good morning. Thank you for being here, Rachel. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's it's always a pleasure um, just to meet you and get to get to know, know you a bit more. And I'm just super excited for this journey that you've uh, set out for the whole women's empowerment. That's something that's near and dear to my heart. And I'm super excited to be a part of it. So thank you. We are in this together. We are all in this together, right? It's uh, the theme is collaboration, not compete. And I want to say, Collaboration defeats compete, I should say. Now, um, she is a fitness and lifestyle coach, 
she is just awesome, amazing woman. You know, the more that I talk with her, I mean, it's just amazing what she does, or what she has done also throughout her journey. She's a writer, an author, self-love advocate. She's the founder of I Am Athletics, a line of athletics, apparel, and accessories with an important message, let go of your limiting beliefs and redefine who you are. Create your own story. After a lifetime of living in extremes, from body dysmorphia to eating disorders to self-esteem issues, she has overcome her struggles by creating a balanced health and fitness lifestyle of mind, body, and soul. Through experiences of her own, she gives back and hopes to inspire, encourage, and empower others to embrace life with passion and purpose. She specializes in helping professional women become their best selves through the practice of creating a positive mindset and a soul filled with self-love. That is so cool. You know, very so, all of us need that, right? Self-acceptance, gratitude, and forgiveness. I'm into that. She helps cut through the health and fitness overwhelm or noise with flexible dieting and customized strength training routines so they can create a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. This is also true. This is, I want to congratulate her for this because this is a really, really, really a milestone for her too. She's in the final stages of her fitness memoir. Her book is coming out, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our show. We talk. Rachel Brooks, go ahead. You have come a long way, my dear. Congrats to many of your personal and professional accomplishments. You know, we women love to celebrate our, our wins, right? So yeah. first off, Rachel, <laughs> you know that. Share with us a little bit about your background and why chose this profession or career. We understand fitness was, you know, was, you know, your, your byproduct of the journey was part of that journey. So tell us why this is so important to you. Well, first and foremost, I mean, fitness is, it's one of the top values um, that I have. And that was something that kind of it stemmed from my background. And that was through the body dysmorphia, the eating disorders, this uh, low self-esteem and so on. And I used fitness um, as a way to try to manipulate my body to get to where I wanted it to be. Um, when you would, when I would see the fitness girls in the cover magazines and everything, and that was something that I was desperately seeking after because I was so um, caught up in, in what my external perspective of myself was. So I used fitness as a means to an end um, to get the end result and not really embrace the, the process of it. So throughout my life and the struggles that I had gone through, fitness was kind of that crutch, but I was using it in, in yeah. the wrong way. So having that and the experiences and now realizing that I would approach the entire process the wrong way, I've learned over my, my time, it's just everything I did wrong. I learned the right way to do it. And, and along the, the process, throughout the process, I learned it just made me feel better. And so fitness, just moving my body, um, strength training. So you were uh, trying to find yourself in the, in the, yes. in the journey throughout the journey. You were trying to process, it's what I call, if I may, process of elimination, finding yourself. So you were trying to eliminate some of those things that like, I'm not here, I'm not that, I'm not that, but here I am now. Yeah. I am. Look at your face. 
I am. Yeah, <laughs> now. That's kind of how this this entire line had stemmed was was through the through the the empowerment that came through finding yourself along the way. And I used that that fitness avenue to help catapult into where I'm at. So, you know, I talk about this in my book and where fitness, uh, fitness broke me, but it also saved me. And that was such a pivotal moment when I realized that there was a big disconnect between external, um, seeking the external body or um, self Exactly. Because a society does not maybe, yeah, looking at you like, hey, am I being accepted? Am I being judged? That's normal though, right? Everybody goes yeah, through that, right? It, it is. But when you take it to the extremes and it becomes your your constant thoughts and, and an obsessive um, compulsive, and that's kind of where the, the body dysmorphia comes in, where you're you're seeing yourself as flawed all the time, constantly comparing. And I know that you yeah. talk about the competition and, and that's what, when it becomes so over the top that you're, you feel like you're grasping for straws just to get to where you think you need to be because in your mind, you're far from it. You're much bigger than you appear. Um, you know, you're not, you're obsessing over the foods you're eating because it's not working in the way for you to love and appreciate your body. And so we're creating this damage that we're doing and through that, through my life experiences, I, I was just in such a broken place. And I used to, yeah. it, it mean, fitness as well as a fitness competition to try to get that, seek that perfection and the validation. And when I was stepped on stage as a, as a um, fitness competitor, I was so broken. My mindset was just not even, it, mind and body were just hugely disconnected. And I stepped on stage thinking that if I, had done everything to a T followed the diet, the training, the, you know, the whole everything. And I had the perfect body and the perfect hair and the perfect makeup and the perfect suit and perfect everything. This is all I wanted was perfection that those judges would then tell me I was good enough, that I had value, that I had worth. Wow. And it was everything that was inside. I was externally giving power yeah. every in anything because I didn't understand that I had that, that everything had to come through me. And so when I had so a huge competition, that's when I actually found myself in this deep hole internally. And the only way to get out was to do the, mm-hmm. do the work. And so it, it, fitness became an outlet for, in a way for me to express my body in a way that was self-loving and not self-abusing. And so that's, I talk about the whole journey in my book and I, it, um, taking you back through the, the, the fears and, and the lies and the, like the secret, so like, all this, all this, yeah, yeah. All this stuff that I had to uncover and right. take it all out and then start filling it back with, with the things that inspired me or encouraged me and empowered me. And th- mm-hmm. those, that's the same mantra that I teach with my clients. That's what I teach in my book. That's, it's just everything that embodies me because it's so, it's so empowering to know that we are, the creators of our own story that we don't have to rely on society or, you know, our peers or family or whoever it is dictate what we should and shouldn't do. You're the author of your own own book of your own. Yeah. You're the writer, the author of the book that you write. Exactly. The architect of your life basically. Right. So, you know, uh, take us back a little bit. I know that you've already shared that, um, you know, when you first uh, on the stage and everything, but it must really feel very, very um, extremely, I don't know, dark and 
fear and all that makes makes everything right now you've been to that right right and then you pull yourself out right yes. so maintaining that resilience of emotional psychological and then all the body psychological and all of these things um take us back to that i mean what what you 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 experience a pivot right so you are now at the correct place because you feel good about yourself. You feel yeah. happy. You find that perfect happiness. This is where, where I am now. I am who I am. Right? Yeah. Self-love, self-care, self-awareness. So share with us with that. Well, I think the, the biggest disconnect, like I, like I stated before, was my mind and body just weren't even on the, on the same playing field. Everything was uh-huh. what I would see myself through, my my. my perception of self was visual and I would believe all that chatter and the, and the, and the, of my inner critic, that negative self-talk. And when that chatter would, chatter would arise, I would look for proof. And so when I would see something, I'd say, yep, see, that's why this, and it it was just filled with such a negative state. And so during the whole um, process of this competition as well as just my life prior to that is that, what I thought I became. So all of my negative thoughts, I was finding this proof of, to validate why I was such a, you know, you know, a, a loser or a failure or whatever name I wanted to call myself. At really? that yeah. And wow. yeah, I, I went to some pretty dark, dark places and I did not have any nice words to say about myself. I was just, I was so just broken in heart, like heartbroken as well. Um, So there was, again, having that self-awareness, I was unaware of myself aware. And when I got set back um, due to an injury from my fitness competition, it basically forced me to reassess my life. And it took a couple of to even get that. So I was sitting in this pit of like despair and I started questioning why, why is this happening to me? Why? And it was like this, whoa, is me victim mentality. My life. Yeah. <laughs> why me? Why oh me? Right. I just had this yeah. amazing bikini body and now I'm like this overweight loser. And, and it was just, this was the inner dialogue. So mm-hmm. when I sat in this pit, I just realized, okay, well, clearly what I'm doing is not working because it's got me this far and I'm like bottom, bottom. So what can change? Okay. How about if I have, well, one, I need to have become aware. So having that recognition that something needed to change was kind of the spark of, of self-awareness. And I was like, okay, well, if I need to change, what can I change? And I realized that everything I was doing on my own, I was failing at. So I started seeking elsewhere for help, not validation. There was a, there was a shift. There was right. shift. So you seeking the inward within yourself. Yes. And so instead of what can I do to fix, it was what can I do to that would help in the situation. And my first, other than having self-awareness was surrendering and asking for help. And that was a big step because I always thought that I, I had control that I was the, you know, I would get there. I don't need help. You know, I had this big, I I don't even want to call it an ego, but it was, it was an ego. and, And I didn't even understand that, um, my ego was in my way. So I had to, again, surrender and ask for help. And that was a huge, bold move. So I, and even, and it doesn't even mean that I was asking like a person for help yet, but I started looking into like personal development, 
um, everything I was humility. You went through the humility process. Yeah, got, got it. Humility, so, right? Exactly. You know, watching YouTube videos, reading personal development books, started uh, attending my my church. Then I started hanging out with people that were also inspiring. So everything that was holding me back, I just and of course I lived in extremes. So I was trying the opposite of extremes. So what wasn't serving me. I just went complete opposite. I'm like, okay, well, if this person isn't helping me, I need to find somebody who can help me. And so again, bringing the pendulum, swinging it to the other, other end of the extremes, I learned what didn't work in the past and picked and choose what was able to work for me then. And it helped create this lifestyle of like balance and moderation. And so that's something where I've incorporated into like my fitness um, routines, my diet, um, everything I do now is just about balance and moderation and it creates that flexibility where you just don't feel so rigid and stuck in extreme ways. Because when we live in extremes, it's all or nothing approach and everything we're doing is like, we, you know, we have to get here and we're, it doesn't matter how we do this. We're just going to do this. And it's like that kind of way of thinking, the black and white way of thinking. And it's just, it was so freeing when, when I was able to recognize that. And then it kind of, it, it brought yeah. me into the self-awareness and then the words that I would use, I realized, oh, wait, those words are, they're pretty negative. Maybe I could shift this and start reframing yeah. my self-talk, okay. not only right. my self-talk, but how it would speak yeah. to others. And when you start right. doing inner work, it just, it radiates through you. And that, yes, I actually was seeing that and seeing was the visual confirmation and validation that Thank now that. I'm living right. a life that is better serving me. So yeah, right. I mean, that's kind of that in a, in a nutshell, but um, having that sense of awareness was, was the big lacking um, uh, key that was lacking in my life right. prior to all this. We're, we're all humans, you know, with emotional yeah. connection. All, yeah. We're all, all counterintuitive, I should say, and insightful. Yeah. And then that's what you had shown and demonstrated. Now, going back to your fitness as well, uh, Rachel, is, is that fitness mentality, you have that fitness mentality. What does it take to, to go to the gym? I mean, you got to show up every day, right, to get into that kind of result. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, especially guys, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've, saw, I've seen her pictures on the internet. I go, wow. <laughs> and you tell, you tell yourself, well, I'm not good enough. Is she kidding me? I mean, you know, I was saying that. I would love to have that. You know, to, but what my point was is that it, it requires a lot of discipline, mentality, you know, for that kind of result. I know there you are drinking your very healthy water while I'm doing, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I know, it's like, don't tell me, Nikki, what's in there. It's like latte with a lot of fufu stuff. No cream though, no whipped cream, <laughs> but still. Matcha? Yeah, right. Yeah, the green matcha part is okay, but yeah. the latte part is not. But anyway, going back to this uh, fitness mentality, uh, wouldn't you agree with me? Because my son is a very athletic, very uh, fitness, you know, really going to the gym. I mean, have to go to the gym every single day. If anything, twice a day would do too. Um, that's a lot, you know. I mean, it's a, it's a self-discipline by itself. So the, the kind of life that you had created yourself, I would say you're a little bit hard on yourself sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then again, you found that uh, through the process of self Part of it is self-awareness, seeking inward to yourself. You said, wow, I have to become loving to myself. And I think that's what you had found throughout your journey. 
absolutely. And, and I think that was, um, you know, if we, if we had these habits and behaviors of, of beating ourselves down, well, recognizing that we have the power, we can also choose to speak yes. words of love and do the complete opposite. So the complete opposite. Exactly. exactly. And, and that was something, um, you know, just kind of understanding, you know, my ways aren't serving me. So what doesn't serve me, I must let go. And that was, um, you know, just taking, looking at my life and stepping back and saying, okay, you know, you try on something and okay, well, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't, you know, it's not, I'm not comfortable with it. Okay. No problem. You scrap it, you move on. And that's kind of the same thing is that there is no overnight change. And this, this is always a continuation of, of like self journey. Um, you know, there's, yeah. I'll look in the mirror and I will just cut on myself. But the difference between the old me and new me is that again, self-awareness, I recognize and I said, you know, what? I just don't have time for that. That's, that's crap. You know, I'm not going to believe it. Right. And so I can easily give that voice the attention that is trying to, you know, get inside my, my mind. Right. Y'all have this inner critic and it's the worst. I mean, it's filled with negative chatter. We can have a million thoughts go through our mind a day. And it's like, which ones do we choose to pay attention to? Well, again, it goes back to exactly. serving you, right. don't pay attention to it. So we can easily right. shoot that. So if I, if I have a day where it's just cutting on me and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I could kind of feel my body slumping because I'm given to it. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I have the power. I have the power. That's the same voice that's in my head. And if I could just Control. choose better, yep. better language to myself, that's the direction I'm going to go. And so when you talk about the, you know, creating a, a, a lifestyle of this, it's recognizing your behaviors and patterns and then finding ways that, that serve you. So going into the gym, I'm all about now, now everything is just balance and moderation. There is no, you know, go to the gym every single day. You got to grind it. I'm there for hours on end. Honestly, I train four days a week for strength training and I'm here in and out, you know, 60 to 75 minutes and that's it. I, I don't right. beat myself up. And it's all about exactly. the moderation. So for me, my lifestyle is like, like I said, balance and moderation. I take an 80, 20 approach to almost everything. I mean, if, if I went a hundred percent all the time, I'm going to hit a, hit a wall. I'm going to burn out. And then I'm going to, you know, exactly. It, that's the next question. I'm gonna, right. Yeah. That's the and next thing that I was going to highlight too. Now yeah. look at it, look at it from the uh, different perspective. Isn't that how the military style is too? I mean, you wonder why the, the, the year, 18 years of age, you know, being drafted way back, you know, how the military, you know, kids have to go to the military, drafted and everything, because they try to re reboot themselves and then reshape to the way it's, you know, they're going to have to look, boot camp, boot camp for two months. Yeah. Um, I don't know personally much about the military. Okay. You got frozen. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. So I, I just don't know much about the military training, but I just know that when you have a rigid and extreme um, lifestyle and you don't incorporate flexibility, you're bound to either rebound or burn out. Yeah. Just burn out. Exactly. And then when you burn Physically out, or emotionally and all of that. Yep. Exactly. In the pendulum. So when you try to sit kind of in the middle, we sway, we sway. In, Moderation. In, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, this is great. This is great. I mean, you know, you're just so empowering. <laughs> you know, I need to go back to the gym again, you know. <laughs> I mean, you're still so young. You still have all of those flexibilities and joints. And I'm, you know, going to the gym. And I'm going, like, oh, 
is that my knees are screaming say no hell no <laughs> well, it, and, it, and it took a lot to get back into the gym especially after my my setback with my injury I had um I had actually ruptured my disc so I had to have uh, microdiscectomy surgery and it just limited me and especially having some um hereditary disc joint um herniation arthritis right. so yeah I mean okay. Even though I, I may look younger than I am, but I mean, it, and my body is just, you know, it's about conditioning and strength training. Um, it helps just improve. I mean, I'm building the muscles that help help my bones and, you know, strength training in general, lifting weights is, is so important for women to do. And, and we were afraid of that. We fear the weight because we think, you know, we kind of give into the myths and beliefs that have been passed down for many, many years about strength training in, in general, it, you know, women will get bulky if they lift weights. And, you know, I, for me personally, I'm, I'm very petite and I'm very strong and I don't even look like I lift in, in my everyday clothes. You know, so right. you know, I'm not walking around looking yeah. like a man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm also small to myself. And it's like, oh my gosh. And because, and then when they see me doing stuff, you know, like heavy, I mean, I don't probably, I, I'm not like, like you. I mean, you're, my gosh. I mean, you're, you're can lift weight and my, my uh, 22 year old as well. But I can do certain things, you know, and people go, oh my gosh, you can do that. Now, um, let me ask you this. It sounds like it is a passion to you, right? Um, all of these things that become a career with you, uh, becomes a money-making career. Share with us how, you know, you can convert that into this kind of thing. Because obviously, you know, we all believe that money is a byproduct of what we do in life and everything. So share with us uh, with your perspective. In that. Well, yeah, I mean, m money, money is a vehicle to, to do what you want to do. And for me, doing mm -hmm. what I do is my passion. So it's just, it's, it's great that you, when you're able to tap into what you're, you love and you're passionate about and have that monetary compensation as well. Um, it's just amazing. Right. And, um, you know, when you find throughout my, my experiences, I found that so many other women, um, struggle and go through what I had gone through. And it was just so tough because I, I know how it feels. I can sit in the pain of that person and, and just really feel you know, the compassion for them. And so mm -hmm. I just, for me personally, I just hate it when I see somebody suffer because if I have the answers or a way out that had worked for me, doesn't mean that it's a hundred percent going to work for you, but at least I can offer some sort of service. You know, let me help you. Um, I've been there. Let me just show you a way that had worked for me. And maybe you can have right. you know, that style or maybe you don't. And again, if it doesn't serve you, it does, you know, let it go. Um, yeah. so, go ahead. No, well, well, just, just going on to like, just, my expertise in what I do as a fitness and a lifestyle coach has, I, I lived over here and I'm over here. So this is where, I mean, I'm so much happy and I feel like this is where people are trying to get, but they're kind of stuck in the how to, um, and they just don't really have the support. And sometimes women just really, they feel alone because of the, alone, the, right. the gun, the abuse, the shame, the guilt, right. the, the, the burden right. that they carry. It's almost like they don't even want to talk about it and nobody would understand. And it's like, right. I mean, I, I understand from my own personal experiences. Now I, I, I don't live your life right. and you don't live mine, right. but we're all human and we all have the right. same needs and desires. What are your personal advices to other women out there? I, I know that, you know, I'm just getting into the uh, little bit more details in regards to your journey to success, simply following your passion to become your purpose in life. I think that's a big deal. 
um, that women are listening out there and then trying to find similarities, you know, like you just said earlier, it's like, you don't, you're not alone. We're all together. You know, we've been there. I've been there. I've been through the trenches. You know, I, I just managed to well, like myself, the how to's you said, right? Oh, yeah. We don't want to hear the what. We do want to hear the why's, but we don't want to focus so much on that because we want to find solutions. After all, women are solutions making, right? Makers, <laughs> right? We try to find solutions rather than staying in the how, uh, the asking the why me, why is this? You know, you can certainly stay there for a while, but then you know, let's find solutions together. So, what are your personal advices to other women out there listening? Well, just a journey to. Yeah, I think for, for me, and the advice would be something similar to what I had to go through. And when I was in that pit, I would constantly ask myself, who am I? What's holding me back and why? And so it, it helped kind of declutter the, the beliefs and the lies, yeah. and the myths and the stories and all the stuff that we carry and we incorporate. And we realized like, like maybe that wasn't even something that you valued or believed, but somehow you just kind of accepted it. And so when you, when you question who you are, and that's, it's so important, the power of identity, questioning who you are, and that's kind of gives you that focal point of what, you know, who I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where do you want to be kind of thing? Like, this is, you know, I want to see myself, you imagine a, a better life for you. And okay, what's holding me back? All this baggage, weight, this extremes. And then why? So when you have your right. why and you just keep funneling down, and I talk about this in my book as well, it's called, in, in my terms, it was called mind funneling because we get all the way down to the root. And then we yeah. figure out, okay, well, if, we, if we're at the root, now we can address the issue at hand. So we try to look yeah. at aids and like quick fixes. And, you know, so having a why is like the focal. So that is your, your purpose as to why you want to do anything in life. And um, for me personally, it was um, walking with, in my faith, taking that further as well, because everything was through, through growth for personal, um, professional and, and spiritual growth. And when I realized everything I was going through, it wasn't about the victim and what me being the victim. It wasn't about, you know, life is happening to me, but I realized life yeah. was happening for me. And so I, along this walk, yeah. and journey, I found my purpose, but also my passion. And so how you can mm -hmm. marry those two is something that becomes organic. You yeah. Yeah. Only you can, uh, yeah. like you said, the word is organic. Only you know how to do it. Yeah. And, and, and is my way the correct way? I, I have no idea. It worked for me. So this is yeah. what, you know, and, 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 and I'm also about the whole one size does not fit all. And I'm especially fitness. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. What works for me will not work for you. As well. So, but only I can offer what, what has worked for me based off my personal life experiences. And so that's right. just, I share because I'm passionate about it. Right. And here's a, a, a lot of, you know, I've been surrounded by a lot of women as well because I'm heading up this organization that's networking as well. I always share this thought, right, as a great reminder. Not to mention that after all, we women are the living species responsible to bring in the humanity for the next generation on the planet. Isn't that the truth? Yes. Yes, it is. So we have the power. We so if we're gonna down, yeah, exactly. We hold the key, right? So even right, exactly. It's like it's not gonna be running bunch of men that out there that are gonna have you know next generation, would it? It has to have women around around them. I mean, you know, this is as silly as I bring it up, but it's a great reminder. Say, hey, you cannot let yourself down because we have responsibilities here. 
You know, we have a personal responsibility, social responsibility, judicial responsibility to live on this planet on Earth. Yes. Um, is you know, as a woman, right? I mean, it's we juggle so many different roles every single day. You know, Absolutely. sometimes we get overwhelmed. That's the reason why we do this kind of things to collaborate. You know, to collaborate with one another, like-minded women out there. You know, one size fits all. No. <laughs> You know, the success, the failures, the everything, the journey, that's the reason why we share these things, the journeys, the stories, you know, how we become, how we went through it and how, uh, the whys, you know, how we, we come up with this, you know, we, we, how we can uh, able, have the ability to pull ourselves out of the rut, going through the trenches. So that's just a great reminder. I mean, a lot of us need to be reminded. I myself too sometimes, like, oh my gosh, you know. So that's the reason why we're here great 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 um um what do you call this uh session today by the way i thank you for that and hopefully the ladies that are listening out there will um you know can convey or resonate with your story yes i hope so too and, and just just in general through my journey i it, i always just felt so isolated and so alone that nobody could understand me and that's something throughout the whole process is that the more i opened up and the more I learned and the more I connected, I realized I'm so not alone. And that's, that's a big takeaway message for, for women out there is that you're not alone. No matter what you're going through, somebody has experienced something very similar and can relate. Oh, and women, we're, we're looking for that. We're, we're looking for that commonality that you get me. And we do because we're all women. Yeah. Again, but most of, most importantly, we're all humans. Again, same, same wants, needs, and de desires. And that's just, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be understood. And that's where the, with women in, in general, we have this community, this women's empowerment that we rise together. We grow together. We thrive together. And that's so important. Um, you know, and, and, and I, honestly, I'm an open book. I share everything that I go through, um, my ups and downs and, um, and, and I just believe in authenticity. And so there's a lot of women that go back into the competition and we're so secretive about how we got here and what our successes are. And we don't want to air the dirty failures. And I'm like, but the failures, that's the important. The failures. I, the, yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest component. That's the most important component of all of that success. You know, yeah. um, I want to share with you, uh, let me see if I can get that quote out here. Um, a quote. Oh, let me see if I can get that. It's a quote by Nikki Haley, uh, ambassador to the United Nations. And it was very inspiring. Just recently, I read this. Hold on a minute. And um, I thought it was just resonated to me, at least, you know. She said, I will always and never stop inspired by the greatness of America. And like you, I will never stop advocating its strong moral leadership in the world. I mean, she said that enough to inspire other women alike. You know, I think that was so powering, uh, empowering to me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, what it, do you think? It is. That's beautiful. And I think that that holds true for everybody because we, when we lead, when we are our true authentic selves, we become that leader and we're, we're, we're almost drawn to that because it's so natural and that's just being in your natural state as well. And that's what we're all trying to achieve, but somehow we're just, we hold back because we're afraid to be seen. We want to be seen, but we're afraid to be seen. And so I think that's so important is that we just want to be inspired by other women. 
Yeah, I think so too. Talking about women empowerment, uh, there is also a, uh, a little thought here that I want to share with you uh, because this is so true important. You know, it is so true uh, statement. There's got to be systematic change that ensure change uh, across the board base. I'm talking about, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of women still fearful. We're still struggling to find that profile model, obviously. I mean, you, you would agree with me in this because you just stated it. Um, you know, women needs to be understood. Women need to be heard. Women, you know, we see the world today, the world see us as agents of change, you know, around the world globally continue to make this, you know, changes toward equality. But yet there are also portions of women out there like that they don't, you know, they can't, they can find ways. How can I be understood? How can I be, um, they're just running in circle. So we want to be also understood and heard and then want to be connected to other women and this is one of the ways that we uh, platform reform that we want to make available obviously we need to accept the fact that you know who we are first like you said self-awareness right yeah. that we are fully self-aware of ourselves let's say and then we are you know in a lateral sense i should say and I think uh, we said it already. We are the architects of our own lives. You know, we are the uh, the uh, the author, the writer of our own story. We must take control of this. Our own priorities, daily habits, thoughts, actions. You yeah. know, all of this will lead and feed to your success and joys. I mean, you know, you've got to take control of that because it's you. It's yours. You are the author of the book you write. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what, what are the last words that you can say? I know we're running out of time. I keep looking at the clock. But, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hopefully we can. Yeah, you know, when we're having fun, way too much fun, it's like time flies, right? Oh, um, absolutely. Come yeah. back. I feel like yeah, we can hours on this. I just think overall, I mean, when we recognize that we have the power, if we had the power to choose a life that wasn't serving us, and we didn't like it and, you know, filled with negative and, you know, just all the bad Change things it. we didn't like. We yeah. also have the power to create our own story. So we have the power to shift the dynamics of how we treat and love ourselves, how we treat and love each other, how we treat and uh, right. the words that we choose to speak. So everything is a yes. choice. And that choice comes from you. So no longer is somebody else to blame for your situation because you're the one either accepting exactly. it or changing it. So you have the power to right. create your own story. It is it's very true. Wish you the best on your upcoming book. I know we're running out of, out of time. Tell us how to reach you uh, when your book is coming soon. I know it's coming soon. I mean, you're not supposed to say yeah. it. It's coming soon. <laughs> if you have book events maybe lined up already that we should know of, and then, you know, how to reach you online, social media, and everything like that. Go ahead. So you can reach me online, okay. social, social media. All of my handles are I am Rachel Brooks and my website is I am Rachel Brooks.com. And so going into 2019, we will be pitching the book, um, my, my fitness memoir to publishing companies as well as, um, uh, some other avenues that we're, we're looking into. And I mean, 2019 is going to be super exciting um, moving forward. And it's just, like you said, having a podcast as a platform, I have a book as a platform. Uh, most of my, my social media is done on, on Instagram. So that's my platform as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to 2019 to grow, to inspire, to encourage and empower other women to embrace the, becoming their best selves. And this is just creating the life that they want.
So yes, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. And I can't, I'm just super excited for the launch um, coming in 19. The relaunching of We Talk. See you next time on We Talk, Women Empowerment, with our goal to bring women together collaboratively, letting their voices, our voices, hurt myriads of issues and challenges that we all have facing, are facing every day, today, business, professionally, home, personally, everything like that. Until then, this is Nikki Dare, your host. It's been a pleasure with a guest speaker. I wish you the best of luck. I wish you all the continued success, Rachel Brooks. Thank you so much. Stay safe and collaboration, not competition. God bless. Thank you for watching. Until next time. All right. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes and firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes. Please visit her website. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos, you can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nikkidare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nikkidare.com, for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety, are available for order on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.